guys, what's going on? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, Jeff Turnipool. And as always, I bring you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio. Home of the Cincinnati Bengals. Alright guys, if you found the show on YouTube, do me a favor, hit that like and subscribe button. I'm up to 580 subscribers. Get so close to 600. Now this show and every show is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out the website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. Alright, today's Friday, so we've been doing this last couple weeks is Bill and Jeff's Super fun Friday sports show. And in honor of Ken Riley, the passing of Ken Riley, one of the great Bengals who deserves to be honored and deserves to be in a Bengals ring of honor. Uh, with that in mind, being Billy and decided to do our own Bengals ring of honor and uh, give you a list. So what's going on, Billy? Hey, how you doing? Good, man. Good. It's kind of sad to hear uh, Ken Riley passed away. Uh, last weekend that was kind of sad news for Bengals fans yeah it's it's a shame I was you know talking to you on the phone a minute ago getting ready to start our show and just mentioning the the worst part about all this is he never will get that chance to go to Canton and receive his enshrinement and have people speak and join his other uh other football players that got to go in and now it's impossible because he passed away. And to me, the, right. the NFL failed and robbed him of that. The writers or whoever votes it in, uh, just a shame. Yeah. Well, I mean, like we were talking about before, like I said, we did a little show prep before uh, we we're talking on the phone about this. Like, I also kind of put it on the Bengals themselves because they don't promote any of their old players. And I, I was listening to, uh, Lance McAllister last night and uh, Paul Diener Jr. I guess did an article on, on The Athletic about how the Bengals are now, I guess, considering doing it. And the reason they never did it before was Paul Brown was always, you know, there's no I in team and always about the team and not promoting an individual player. And to me, that is so short-sighted because it's not only, yes, you are promoting that player, but you're promoting that player and his career he had with your team. So it it, it does both. It promotes the player, but also promotes your team and also keeps your history of your team in the public eye and in the writers because there's writers that vote for the Hall of Fame right now probably have never saw Ken Riley play, so they don't know. And if you don't promote your your history and your past and your former players, people are going to forget about them. And I think that's one of the reasons the Bengals only have – one player in the Hall of Fame, and that's Anthony Munoz, and because he was the greatest left left tackle ever, ever. Right. Yeah, I agree. Um, I just want to know when you know talking about how you said they don't like the Paul Brown doesn't want to self promote. I mean, is there a rule where you have to have names on the back of your jerseys? <laughs> I mean, I don't right, know right. if there is or not, but so why are the names on the back of the jersey? Right. You know. Right. So I mean, so. Really, some self promotion, but you're more promoting your team as yes. a whole because what helps a player when he does well, the whole body does well. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree 100%. It's so short sighted. Well, and one thing that, that I, again, I heard on Lance McCallister's show last night is I think the Bengals, other than the expansion teams, being, you know, Jacksonville and, and Houston and, and um, Carolina. 
of the yeah. and the Bengals have been around for 50 years. It's not like we're a new team. We have the least amount of players in the Hall of Fame. We got one. Everybody else has at least three, and they all have Ring of Honors. I, I mean, I I don't know this for a fact, but it feels like of the the teams that been. I mean, like I said, the Bengals have around for been around for 50 years. You know, five years before I was born. All the other teams have got Ring of Honor, okay? And the yeah. Bengals don't. And I just think that has a lot to do with the perception of the franchise and the perception of the way the the public and the national media sees us. You know, we are seen as, like Colin Callahead has said a million times, a cheap franchise, a cheap organization, a not very well-run organization. Now, I think things are starting to change. I think they're trying to change this year with all the free agents that we signed. And I, I, I feel just if you look at the, the social media that the Bengals have done here this past year is more than they've ever done. So I do think that the mindset as far as that is changing. But I think it's going to take years <laughs> upon years of them doing this to change the way our perception is in, in the public. And that will help our players get into Hall of Fame, get into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, they only need to do one thing to change the perception. Win. <laughs> I mean, that would help I, me. I might be in the minority with a lot of people around here. I'm a big New England Patriot fan, or I was when Brady was there. Who do they right. sign for a lot of money? They'll sign a couple defensive players. They always seem to. They always seem to have this way about them where they'll they'll sign a lockdown corner like Stephon Gilmore, and then he'll like single team the second best receiver and they'll double team with their their other quarterbacks and that's kind of how they build their team but the, overall outside of Brady who still made good money um, he, he, yeah, wasn't he, like he was never the highest paid quarterback no not at all but yeah. he still made a lot of money but oh, yeah. outside of that their team is not loaded but nobody talks about them being cheap because they win and that's right. all you need to do well, I'll put it to you this way. This is another conversation we had in the, the pre-show fist fight, whatever you want to call it. Um, that before Robert Kraft bought the Patriots, they were looked upon as the Bengals. They were not a very good run franchise. They only been to one Super Bowl. They got crushed by the Bears. As soon as Robert Kraft got the team, he spent the money. He got Bill Parcells. They went to one Super Bowl. They drafted Drew Bledsoe. Yes, they didn't do anything really, really good, but they were going to the playoffs. They were doing okay, and then they got... Uh, Brady and they got Belichick and you know the rest is history but that's the thing before that they were not like I said we're not looked upon as a very good franchise right and I think uh, Mike Brown and, and Katie should take that as the format of what they should do I mean yeah winning six th- Super Bowls would be great I'm not saying I'm not right. saying that you could just do that I'm just saying the the way the Patriots run their organization the way they they started from where they were to where they are now, just how they run it and how they promote their players and how they take care of their players is, I think, a good format the way the Bengals should do it moving forward. And one of the first things they should do is get a ring on. I mean, it's not that hard to do. Especially, they can do that now. Well, the Patriots, they went out and they, they got built when, I think this was when Kraft was there. They got Bill Parcells and Pete Carroll. I mean, he was a hot commodity when they got well, hit. Carroll, yeah, yeah, Car- you're right. It was Parcells, and, and then uh, he left, and then, and then Pete Carroll. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. so, I mean, he went out and China changed it, but that's your owner being changed. It's, you know, you just don't unseat the owner. Owners don't get fired. 
No. Unless you're Mark Scott, she got fired. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That, that's a whole different subject. <laughs> yeah, I was All getting right. back to that thing where you talk about Mike Brown being cheap. I mean, the Reds, they started theirs, which I thought was kind of late. It took them a while to start retiring numbers, and they had some really good teams. And they, uh, they had this Hall of Fame come in. They make a lot of money off that. If anything, oh Mike Brown, you can make money. Build a Hall of Fame. Fans can go. That's great for the fans and everybody. It's just it's a no-brainer. Yeah. Well, that's the, that's the other thing. I, I think I said this in a show earlier this week. If you go to a Reds game, which hopefully we'll get to go this year, but every every year you go down to the to GABP, there's something new down there. They always yeah. have something new. Paul Brown Stadium looks almost exactly the same way as it did in 2000 when it opened up. I think the only difference is we got a new Jumbotron, and instead of grass, we got field turf. Other than that, it's it's the same. They haven't the, done anything to upgrade it. Yeah, the worst part about Paul Brown's game, when you walk in, it looks like when I walk downstairs in my basement. There's not <laughs> much to it. There's a couple posters right. or stuff, and that's about it. I remember when I, they changed the inside of it, like they put the Bengals stripped around the like the border. Yes. Yeah, I well, that was, a, that was a Marvin Lewis thing. He, yeah, he, he made him do that. Oh, no. Yeah, and I got a question: Why are our seats green? <laughs> why aren't they orange? <laughs> we have no green. Why are Why are the seats in Paul Brown Stadium green? <laughs> well, like, why don't they just make the field orange? Like, uh, who does it? Boise State. Well, there's is blue, Boise but I mean, State, change yeah, the yeah. color. That'd be kind of right. But I'm just saying, we're orange and black. I don't really want to sit in a black seat because I think in the summertime it'll be it would be hot. Yeah. But an orange seat would be great. I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't know. You sound like me when I was a kid in the old Riverfront Stadium, and like, why are the yeah. seats at the bottom by where the Reds are blue, and the ones all the way up top are red? Why aren't the ones down low red? Yeah. Dude, I remember having that conversation with you. I agreed with you. And now they're all red. And now they're all red. Hey, they got it right. 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 All right. All right, let's get into this. Who, uh, let's uh, get down to our list here. I'll let you go first. Who, who you got in your uh, – Well, your my list you... is a really rough draft. I didn't really get a chance to complete it. I was up all night with my, my stepson. Um, I didn't write the coaches down there. I was getting to that. Uh, right. But obviously, no-brainer. Um, well, I'll start with the owner, Paul Brown. Not Mike Brown, yeah. Paul Brown. For you know, yes. the younger he viewers. Got to Paul Brown, yeah. Um, and Sam Weish, more than how he was as a coach, he brought a personality like a pride. You, like a Bengal pride. Like, we don't live in Cleveland. We live in Cincinnati. And he brought that. Exactly. That, I don't want to say they copied it from Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has that. Their fans, like, don't, don't talk about it. Like, that's how. I'm good. sorry. Who, who'd you say? Did you say Pittsburgh? Or, 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 I, I, don't, I, don't I say Pittsburgh because that's where they play. You say Pittsburgh. <laughs> it's we're, Pittsburgh. We're just different. <laughs> it's not how I look at them. It's what I call them. But, yeah, you, you start with that. Um, if you were talking – I mean, we're talking ring of honor. Not that yeah. I'm a, against Marvin Lewis. I wouldn't put him in that. He did a lot of good. You could argue it. I, I would say no in a ring of honor. If you were what, talking to Frank – Let's preface it this way: we, we are we are putting the Ring of Honor as a higher standard. Right. Those are your elite elite players. Right. The elite Hall of Fame. Than, right. More right. than your Hall of Fame. Because if you yeah. look, like, like you said this, you said this on on the pre-show uh, talk. The Reds 
have only certain numbers that they've uh, retired, but Correct. they have a lot of players in their Hall of Fame. So there's a difference. Correct. I to, go ahead. Keep going. I just wanted to. No, I only that. really have one coach, Sam Weish. And for, for the audience, my first year I watched football, like I knew about it from my older brother. And he would collect, like, football cards. I knew about people. I'd hear names and who was good and who was not. My first full year I watched football was 88. And they just happened to go 12 and 4. And so if there's somebody I'm forgetting and I'm not very – leave it in the comments. Say, hey, what about this guy? I got no issue with that. Um, I'm not going to remember a lot of the people. And I might be forgetting somebody. So – I just wanted to say that real quick. But coaches, I, I have Sam Wash. Forrest Greg, I, I can't really remember. I'm sorry. Well, and I think with Sam Wash, you have to put into he's also an innovator. He's an innovator right. with, with the, the no huddle offense. Yeah. Nobody ever did that until 88. Yeah. So, I mean, that you have to put that as far as, I mean, right. that goes with Paul Brown. How many different things did Paul Brown innovate? You know, we don't have enough. Like I said, yeah, I know. It, it's, it's, a, if you look at the list of stuff that he did, it's, it's ridiculous. He's an architect. Now, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, all right, so we got so we got Paul Brown, which I agree. I got Paul Brown and Sam Weiss in uh, my ring of honor. Now, what, what about the uh, what about players? Who, who you got first? I think. Well, I you think want to go by position? Go Let's go by position. Yeah, it seems to be a little bit easier. Quarterback. Well, I, 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 I would say there's one. There's one name that's got to be first as a player. Yeah. And, and the Munoz, right. To me, it's got to be the first one. He's the only Hall of Famer we have. He's the greatest left tackle ever, ever. So, to me, he's got to be first. So, you start with him, and then we go to positions. That's fine. Okay. Well, quarterback, I have two. I have yeah. Ken Anderson and Boomer. Boomer, yeah. to me, I mean, I think a lot of people, the perception is like he was such a really outstanding player. He was pretty good, but he was like, awesome. Uh, yeah. And now, 88, he had a fantastic year. But I think he was yeah, a terrible Super Bowl though. <laughs> a tremendous leader. He got yeah. people. I remember even when he came back in like eight, late nineties when Corey Dillon was here. That yeah. how much better they got just inserting it on old guy in the lineup. Right. I mean, I hate to put it like that, but I mean, you, you could just see how they gravitated towards him. So that's to me yeah. why he's a Ring of Honor more than a of a player. So right. Carson, I didn't put him there. He's not going to. Nah, no, I'll put. Him. But oh, I, I, know, so I he just didn't have enough good years. No, no, I mean, he really did. Well, my next one obviously would be would be Ken Anderson because, right. uh, To me, if you put him in the offense and the rules they have now, he would be a surefire Hall of Famer. I mean, he should, he should be, be anyway. The NFL Hall of Famer. He should be in there. There's no reason he shouldn't be. Him and Ken what Riley, like that's just irritating. Yes, oh. I mean Ken, Ken Riley's another one that should be in there, and like you said. He was Ken Riley was fifth. He or not was is fifth in the all the NFL history for interceptions. Well, I mean, how is he not in? How is he not? They don't even talk about him. You know? Well, I mean, and who who else is in there? Like Charles Woodson, like you were saying yeah. before, he wasn't even alive when he retired. So it's like, right. okay, so he was fourth when he retired. That's not good enough for your Hall. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna get all worked up. <laughs> That's all right. All right, so those are, those are my guys, and I, I know you probably yeah. like Andy Dalton, right? <laughs> You're bringing that up already? No, I'm just well, asking. I'm just saying, okay, well, we'll put it this way: 
we, when we when I brought that up, uh, there's a difference between the Ring of Honor and the Hall of Fame. Right. I say that they would ever get a Hall of Fame, you have to put Andy Dalton in just because stats. He's got right. most stats as far as a franchise go. Now I know the offense is totally different. You know, the rules are totally different, but the numbers are there. So in the Hall of Fame, I think he should be. Maybe not necessarily the Ring of Honor, but the Ring of Honor, the first wide receiver that I would put in is the original 85, Isaac Kurtz. Yes, I agree. Yeah, I mean, he he him put put this way, him and 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 Ken uh, Riley both came from the basic beginning of the Bengals all the way to their first Super Bowl. So that's how important those those two and Ken Anderson. And Ken Anderson came a little later, but those right. two especially were were as very important to the Bengals' history. And to the franchise, I mean, you go from an expansion. You know, I, I think Riley, I think Riley might have been the the first year. I think or first or second year. And I know. I think it was like it, seventy seventy one. So it was like right after that. Yeah, it's real. So those guys come from basically an expansion franchise right. to lead, not leading them, but being part of the the Super Bowl, our first Super Bowl ever. Yeah, so and you got those two are huge. And you got to understand, expansion back then is different than now, where you have free agency and trades, and you can become a Super Bowl team like the Panthers overnight, where these teams have right. really had to work from just draft that. So, quite oh, yeah. put oh, it yeah. in context. So, yeah. well, they didn't have free agency then; <laughs> they had nothing. You just draft so, guys. That's all. You, that's all you do. So, who else do you have as your wide receivers then, other than Isaac Curtis? Well, wide receivers, I got. I got to put Chris Collins. Agreed. People get irritated with with his comments and everything, but like you said before, I think he bangs on the Bengals. One, I think he's frustrated because he wants his his organization that he wants two Super Bowls with blood, sweat, and and, and grinded for for you know what? Yeah, but years. we're we got to talk about how they were as players, not what they are as broadcasters. If you look, but if you look at if you look was, at his numbers, he was a, he was a pretty good wide receiver. He was phenomenal. He yeah, skinny little yeah. guy. He was phenomenal. Yeah. So I got him. And then the other one, I got Chad Johnson. Yeah, just, you have to. I agree. I, it's it's The numbers are there. I wish Chad would have, the last couple of years where he decided he didn't want to play for the Bengals anymore, I think his, his career could have ended better. <laughs> I don't. It ended with a thud, and it could have ended a lot better. But he's he it's there. You you you've gotta put him right. in there, I think. All right, so who you got is uh offensive lineman? We already got Anthony Moon in. Who who else who else you got? Well, let me only, ask you, you have let me ask you real quick about the wide receiver. So you like Chad over AJ Green? Oh no, that's right. You do have AJ Green. Okay, yeah. I, I think AJ Green Green's there. had a better career than Chad. Yeah, I, I mean Yeah, I, that's just I, my I opinion. And, 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 I, and he's also yeah. and I was just going to say a really close one and I don't remember him as well I, this was all again for the people who are listening like a lot of this was off the top of my head I don't remember as well I like Eddie Brown a lot now, yes. now Ring Eddie of Brown, Honor no right. Hall of Fame yeah that's where you know we come yeah, I, really, Brown, I, I mean if you want to go for the 88 I mean Tim McGee should be in the Hall of Fame too maybe not Ring of Honor but Hall of Fame for sure yeah as far as that, Bengals Hall yeah of Fame. he was pretty close Eddie Brown was a lot better in my opinion Okay, go ahead. Yeah. So that that was it. All I had was Chad. The same yeah, ones so you yeah, had. I mean, but, AJ Green, I know he's, he's still playing, but 
even if he ended now, he if you have a ring of right, honor, right, right, he would you put him in. Yeah, there, he's. Think. They got the curtain up, waiting to drop the curtain down. He's been phenomenal. Right. All right. right, right. What position are you going now, to next? I was going to go to the offensive line, and the, okay. the first one I got after Anthony, Anthony Munoz would be Max Montoya. Yeah, I agree. I think he's a very underrated uh, offensive oh, line. Because, I mean, agreed. The biggest, the biggest reason I'll say that is, I put his him leaving after the, I think it was the '91 season. He left and went to the Raiders. Yeah. We had our then we had our ninth yes. season. Free agent. Or, or, or he left after I don't remember. The year after he left. That's when the 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 deck the lost decade started. Right. It started with losing him. That's how big he was to that offensive line. He left in eighty nine or ninety. I remember it was right after the Super Bowl. So it was one of those couple years. Really, I thought he left after our last playoff loss. I, or yeah, I really did, but I don't. I don't. Well, I don't maybe you're right. Sure. I don't. I know it was I, really I, quick I, I, after it. People were making such yeah. a big deal about it. Like he's so good. And I didn't really know who he was. I didn't pay attention to that thing. So. The, fun, the funny thing was because they didn't actually have free agent. He was a Plan B free agent. Yeah. I'm not exactly. I don't remember how that. All yeah, I remember out, that. That's how he got to leave. Yeah. Because they didn't. NFL didn't have free agency then. He was a Plan B free agent. And he got to leave. So. That was just for the fact of how the offensive line, the offensive line just went downhill after that. And if you look at his numbers, he's very good offensive line. Yeah, he, offensive he was a four-time Pro Bowler. Career. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was really good. Who else did you have right, in there? So you had Munoz and Montoya. Then who? Well, who do you think? Uh, Number seventy-one, baby. Big Willie. I have Big Willie, and I also have Whitworth. You yeah, cannot yep, not have, have Whitworth. Those both. I'm not going to compare who was better. I think they're both fantastic. To me, Willie. I guess Willie is probably better. And then a guy yeah, I would love play. to have on there. Just I know we say this is just football field. Dave Lapham. That yeah. guy's done yeah. so much work with the Bengals. Well, on and yeah, off, like it's just nonstop. One well, thing is, you can also put him in there because uh, he's been the voice of the uh, of the Bengals right. for the last yeah. thirty years. So, you, so it's it. That's the thing about when you do stuff like this, you can include the broadcasters, right? You can include former players. You know, you can. That's, that's why I said it wasn't just you can do whatever you want. on the field. It was also what he brought to the Bengals off the field and how he promotes and talks about them. And right. You know. Anyway, those are my offense. That's all I had about that. He's he's one of the, the biggest homers ever. And I I love listening to him. Yeah, that's <laughs> him, my least favorite thing about him. I'm not a homer. <laughs> oh, I'm a homer. oh, I I'm want a homer. him to win. I just like reality, and he sometimes ah. like what I remember reality, when Andre reality, Smith came whatever. out. He wouldn't say a bad thing about him. Oh, he's great, and I'm like, and then I'm like, are you sure about this? And I'm like, oh, oh God. how yeah. wrong could you be? Yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, let's let's get the running backs. Who you got? Um. I couldn't uh, – Corey Dillon's a no-brainer, in my opinion. I don't have a lot of running backs. I can't remember how long he played, but I, I wrote – He should be in the regular Hall of Fame, in the, in the NFL Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's I mean, why I said no-brainer. It's not even a real discussion. Yeah. And Rudy, I right. thought, was pretty pretty key. Um, Rudy Johnson, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he stacked oh, up – he didn't have a really – well, let me rephrase that. I wrote this down as initially a Hall of Fame. Ring of Honor, yeah, probably not. But he yeah, had some explosive maybe, maybe, years. 
even know. And he went down to quick. Be honest, I don't. I don't even know if Rudy Johnson's in the Bengals Hall of Fame. He only had what two really good years. He, he had about close to six thousand total yards in his career. That's not. Eh. It's not horrible when you look at some of the other ones. Yeah, I, it might be a little high. It might be a little like four or five thousand. But he had a couple years where he had like thirteen, fourteen hundred yards. I just yeah. think that Miles well, caught up to him and he went down. When he went down, it went quick. Well, I said this on on an earlier show because uh, uh, DJ Reader has lost like thirty pounds, yeah. and I think that's what happened to Rudy Johnson. He changed his body. He lost a whole bunch of weight, and he went from a wrecking ball to running over guys to being very easily tackled yeah. when he lost all that weight. I think that's really what messed Palmer him up. Palmer did the same thing for a year. He lost like 15 pounds or something because he wanted to be able to be more mobile. You know, you can only run so fast. So. Right. But that's right. all I really had. I, I couldn't remember Pete Johnson, well, how long or how good he was. That was a little bit before the time. Well, but For for one running back, you, you, you got to put in uh, that, that it was for longevity – and he lost part of the Super Bowl team is James Brooks. That, that right. to me, that's the okay. he, He's got to be in the ring of honor. He, he's one of the. I don't remember how many years he played. I actually, I don't know if you know this or not, but I had forgotten that he was. He played in the Freezer Bowl. Did you, did you know that? No, that was before I started watching. Him. Well, he played the Freezer Bowl, but he played for the Chargers. Oh yeah, <laughs> I remember he got traded or free agency. Yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. two. He's. he's yeah. He was their punt, re- punt returner or kickoff returner, and, and he fumbled the ball. So, But that's not the reason I put him in the ring of honor. He was a great running back. He was, for a good six, seven, eight years, one of the best running backs in football. Right. But that's all I had on that. No, wide receivers, that is. Tight end, I only put right. one. See, I, who would you put in a tight end? Rodney Holman. Holman? Yeah, he was so good. Yeah, yeah he, he was, was really I, good. I, actually, I'd love to see him in this offense of, of what Titans can do now, you know? But he did it back then. That's uncomparable. Right. So I'm just prepared right, for right, what yeah, he did. I, I really, I mean, only other one, only other one that comes to mind is Bob Trumpy. And that might be more for his broadcast. I never saw Trumpy play. So right. I, I mean, that would be yeah, funny. I think, who was the guy in the first, was it Ross? Was that his name? Yeah, Dan Ross. he could have been in there too. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. but anyway, Another that's pretty much all my offense but, right there. But but that's what I'm that, that's what I'm saying, right? Just because we, just what we said right there, that's why the Bengals need to promote their past. We know these guys, but they're for us, so we really didn't get to watch them. And there's nothing about them, you know, that right. would say, you know, like the Reds. Everybody knows. The Big Red Machine. My son, who's 19, knows who the Big Red Machine is and knows who the players are. Now, that has something to do with me telling, but if the Reds didn't promote it, you know, I might not know. Right. So that, that's what I'm saying. The Bengals need to promote this stuff, and it drives me nuts that they don't. All right, who'd you have on defense? Well, defense, the first guy I got that came to mind is Eddie Edwards. Okay. He was a beast. I, I, that's the first one I, that I could I could think of. I mean, I, unfortunately, we don't. I, if we had some great defensive ends in our defensive players in the seventies, I I can't think of any off offhand. But Eddie Edwards was a very good right. Uh, I agree. Player for us. I agree. Um, I also had Tim Crumry in there. 
he was just a man, man. Like he was tough and good. Uh, he should he should be just for uh, breaking his leg and not leaving <laughs> in the '88 Super. Yeah, it'd be nice to have him in there, but oh yeah, I, but that would have made that could have made a, a big difference. I mean, I cornerbacks. I, I don't know of any. Uh, I mean, uh, other than obviously Ken Riley. Any other cornerbacks? Uh, safeties. I, I can't think of any. Other game. I, I think we're pretty much touched on. What about David Vulture? Huh? Oh yeah, Full Rock. Yeah, Go. he was. Yeah. Yeah, as yeah. far as regular Hall of Fame, I'd say Eric Thomas. He was pretty good. Yeah. I'll tell you, a, a linebacker. And I know we haven't brought that up yet. Was the only one I had was Reggie Williams. Oh, yeah. He was incredible. Then he ended up going to like city council. So he's a big deal in the community. So I think he he was the mayor, didn't he? Maybe it's just on city council. I remember he had, I just feel so bad for him because he went through so many surgeries and they don't have what they have now. And I remember telling a story about how when they opened up his knee, it shot up like fluid, like six feet in the air. And now, last I heard, he was battling to save his leg. Like it's bad. Oh man! And also football, and he loved it. It was worth the sacrifice yeah. he bought. But yeah, that's pretty much all I had. That sounds good. Hey, hey, like like Billy said, for any of our listeners out there, if you guys got a better list or people yeah. that we've forgotten, you know, please comment down below. And let I'm us, interested let us in reading it. So, all right, Billy, we forgot to do this last week, uh, so I made sure I wrote it down. <laughs> it's the staple of my show. It's called the Zeke of the Week. I can't believe we forgot forgot to do it last week. So do you do you have anything written down for Zeke week or my my take? No, actually, one? last week I had one, and this week I haven't figured it out. It's going to be who'd you, who'd you have last let's week? just record Major week? League Baseball for the rest of the year because it's just going to be Major <laughs> League Baseball or the player. I don't either well, one. I'm like I don't get it. Well, that that's my Zeke of the week this year: the MLB and the MLBPA. It's I'm, I don't understand. How every other sport could come back. And the thing that drives me nuts with this whole thing is the owners are like, well, we're not going to let any fans in. Okay. Um, the MLS, as far as I know, they're going to have a tournament in Orlando. Right. And then after that, they're going to play games at their home stadiums and let people in. Not everybody, but they're going to let people in. Texas, the entire state of Texas is letting people in, like 50% capacity. So, Beijing Baseball and this whole narrative of right. we're, we're scared of the coronavirus, we're scared of this, it has nothing to do with it. It's all about freaking money. Right, yeah. <laughs> like Major, I heard today and, the NBA was having a problem, like a lot of the players are having a problem going to Orlando now, so it's not like an entirely done deal, and I thought it was. So maybe there was a... Yeah, I, uh, I thought it was. I thought it was too, I, they announced today. They said July 31st. I don't think, so, I don't know. I, with them, I don't think it's the fear of the coronavirus. It's the fear of being stuck down there for three yeah. months. And well, yeah. They're, 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 yeah. I don't think they're going to let them leave, which is, I mean, I heard this on a radio show earlier today. Our quarantine life is going to be a lot more freedom than theirs is, which I'm like, okay, this whole you can only do so much. Right. And I've said that on, on my shows. You know, it's you're either going to play or you're not. Well, how much know? is going to open up can't... in the meantime in between that and when it starts? I, I mean, I don't know. Disney right. World, I, I think, mean, is getting ready to open up, what I heard. Disneyland, yeah, Disney, yeah, yeah Disney mean, World's in Florida. 
Yeah, that's, a, yeah, that's, that's what yeah, I heard. That's, that's what they're gonna play. Yeah. 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 So I mean, you can't you can't control everything. Right. I mean, it's I don't know. I anyway, don't know. that's my Zeke. That's all I got. I'm tired of this. Yeah. So, yeah, my Zeke week is MLB and MLBPA. Maybe right. you just open up your basement you and everybody can play in there. That way we can do what? Just open up your basement and have everybody come there. And at least we get some sports. Basement ain't that big. <laughs> all right, that's all. The ice cave is not that big. <laughs> that's all I got for today. All right, man. Hey, you guys are uh, checking us out on YouTube and or a Facebook link, and you're on Facebook. Check out these groups that I help run. We got Bengals Nation. Bearcats Country, Reds Country, and Cyclones Country. And if you're checking us out on the YouTube, or excuse me, not YouTube, on the um, uh, Apple Podcast, give us a five-star review. Now, if you're watching us on YouTube, do me a favor, hit that like and subscribe button. We're up to 580 subscribers. That is awesome. I appreciate every single one of them. I know me and Billy like the comments. Good, bad, whatever. We'll take them all on. Yeah. <laughs> And other than that, that's the sports, baby. See you guys.